Good morning and welcome to the BSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor. It's October, Wednesday, October the 13th. Um, uh, morning, Paul. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Thank you. I'm well. Busy, busy, busy. Uh, we're always busy, but you sometimes one can be busy fools and sometimes can be busy making a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> we need to be the latter, which we have been actually up to now. And of course, we're really busy getting ready now for our conference in Beijing. 21 companies presenting, um, so we're almost double the size we were last year, doing it in conjunction obviously with mining in Dubbo. Anybody can register, anybody can listen in uh, for free. Um, it's It's got some really good uh, presentation companies presenting. So we'll maybe talk about a bit that a bit next week, Paul, although I won't be doing the five-minute mining because I'm going to be busy with the conference itself. Um, we can talk about maybe some of your favourites that are presenting. Um, All right. Anyway... Let's move on. Um, actually, the, probably the big news today was a big fundraise for Adriatic Metals, wasn't there? It was a big fundraise uh, here. Uh, Adriatic Metals being the uh, London uh, quoted Balkans explorer, um, raised total proceeds $102 million US pursuant to the uh, equity fundraise, 50 million of that. Uh, in a conditional equity subscription by Orion and another 52 million of it uh, in the uh, placing at pound uh, 51 sterling. And uh, it's also interesting to see here too that uh, ASX listed Sandfire Resources sold into that uh, uh, raised 34.6 million of existing chest depository interests. Uh, uh, so, uh, it's <clears throat> a lot of uh, big activity going there. Now, I mean, I think the keys here are was that Orion seems to put in 50 million of, of equity into this deal, which is a big chunk of equity for a debt provider. Um, and also, of course, Queens Road Capital and Warren Gilman are a huge supporter of this company through a convertible bond. I don't know whether they've come into the equity placement or not. I haven't quite looked. Um, but, you know, it's now... It's a very big company now, isn't it, with all of this? Yes, that's right. Uh, coming uh, uh, quite uh, sizable. Obviously, a lot of uh, of uh, view that the company has uh, great production potential uh, to become a sizable company here. Yeah, I, I have a funny feeling that um, probably it's one of those companies that's almost now too big for a you know as an investment for a, for an equity fund, and it's just basically almost looking for someone to take it out and merge it into a bigger miner, isn't it? Which will give you a good well, return. By the way. I mean, that's how you get your upside. Yeah, but I think uh, before we saw that happen, I think there would uh, the shareholders would like to see it, uh, that it actually delivers to its promise of uh, being a sustainable uh, production company uh, to make that happen. And that they aren't quite there yet. Mm, well, Sandfire Resources wouldn't have sold out if they thought they were. So uh, it's an interesting one, but a lot of money, a lot of money, um, we thought we did a big deal with Tungsten West, but that's an even bigger deal. Uh, yep. Talking of deals, though, I also see uh, my uh, friends at TechMet have been supporting a very interesting placing in Rainbow Rare Earths because it was actually done at a premium. Yes, that uh, came in uh, with a conditional issue of 42.9 million shares at a, a price of 15p per share, and that's a... Uh, a slightly uh, more than 3% premium on the closing price on the 11th of October. So that ended up with a sterling raise of just under six and a half million uh, sterling. 
that money to be going toward their general working capital purposes, uh, not only on their um, East African uh, rare earth activity, but their promising uh, gypsum tails uh, activity in South Africa as well. Yeah, I mean, TechMet is, uh, it has a fund which is, uh, has money from the US Defense Department effectively. Uh, and so it's all about uh, supply of critical and um, battery metals. Uh, so that is obviously the game being played there. Um, it's a very interesting group, actually. Um, anyway, uh, now also just looking through, we had a Q3 production from Caledonian Mining, didn't we? Yes, we did. Uh, looking very good there from the Q3 production re results from Caledonia. That's the uh, a dual listed uh, producer in Zimbabwe of gold from the underground uh, blanket mine. And uh, with those results, <coughs> they have uh, chosen to uh, uh, maintain their guidance for 2022 of 80,000 ounces, uh, but they uh, are uh, confirming that they'll make the top end of guidance uh, for this year as well. So right on schedule from what they had planned uh, a couple of years ago when they first uh, uh uh, put the uh, uh, plans together and then otherwise put the capital together to put the new central shaft in on blanket uh, to uh, uh, reach deeper zones clear across the strike length of the mineralization in order to increase the uh, production rates. And they delivered according to plan here. You just can't complain. Uh, no, it has been one of those companies that has for some time now. It's very interesting that all the trade is done in America as well, basically, with their OTC quote. Uh, I thought we were going to lose you halfway through that, Paul. Hang on in there. Uh, now, also, a couple of our corporate clients on the TSX worth mentioning, uh, Prime Mining and, uh, I always pronounce this wrong, but Guanajuato Silver. You're, you're oh, good. you make it too hard to pronounce. It's Guanajuato. Guanajuato, that's it, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, right, just comment on what those two companies have said, Paul. Right, TSX listed Gold Explorer in Mexico, Prime Mining. Uh, they essentially gave us a... Uh, update on the drilling results they're getting in what they call the ZT Mineral Corridor, which is a part of the uh, uh, drill out of the existing ore, ore bodies on what they call the Zapote North, Zapote South, and Tahunitas uh, deposits in along that structure. Bottom line is that it's uh, 1.2 kilometers long. It's still open-ended, both on depth and on strike. And the representative drill results are getting back now are numbers <clears throat> such as two grams gold and 45 grams of silver over 20 meters or five grams gold and 163 grams silver over uh, just shy of three meters. So uh, very uh, economic grades here regardless. Of, and um, for the most part, these are going to be uh, put into open pit uh, uh, pit shells in due course. Uh, but uh, looking very promising there. Uh, we like prime mining a lot. It's, a, it's been a fantastic performer and still plenty of upside to come. Uh, right. Uh, the news on Guadalajara, simply to say that uh, they've moved themselves into the ranks of silver producers in, in a very uh, short order here. The El Cubo, El Cubo Mill, they acquired from Endeavor Mining a little more than a year ago, and the mine now up and operating uh, here, uh, processing ore. I mean, fantastic. And both those stocks will be presenting at the uh, Mining in Daba Shanghai Mining Club VSA Beijing conference, which I mentioned earlier. So if you want to hear more about them, do 
log into the conference. Uh, anything else you want to talk about this morning, Paul? Just a correction on what I just said. They acquired that uh, El Cubo plant uh, from Endeavor Silver, not from Endeavor Mining. Fair enough. We'll let you do that. Uh, very good. We'll call it a day there because that's quite a lot and uh, let people get on and uh, do their work today. Thank you. Very good. Thanks.